Money FM 89.3, best of weekends. Well, for the first time, the rarest historical maps of Asia are on display at a new exhibition at the National Library. The visitors are invited to see the See the World Differently. Uh, mapping the world perspectives from Asian cartography. And joining us now to talk more about it, Chung Sang Hong, who is the lead curator, mapping the world perspectives from Asian cartography. Sang Hong, good morning. Welcome to the show. Good morning, Glenn. Good morning, Neil. I, I thought you'd have a map behind you. You need a you need a background, <laughs> a map background. Yeah, how can you have a this is a plain background? Come on, man. <laughs> hey, really, sorry, I didn't think of that. Really excited, dude, to hear about this. Now, I remember a number of years ago, maybe it might have been five, six years ago, at the National Library in the reference floor, there was a there was an exhibition of maps that were privately held about Singapore, right? The Singapore. Um, like the the original town plan and all these other ones. It was a beautiful exhibition, I think 40 or 50 maps. Most of them were in private hands. But tell us about this one. How does this one differ uh, maybe from previous exhibitions that the NLB has hosted? Okay. Um, so this is the first time that we uh, curated and presented an exhibition on uh, Asian maps. Uh, the previous exhibitions you talked about, um, they were uh, maps, uh, Western maps, even though it is about Singapore or this region. Oh, okay. uh, so this exhibition are uh, maps uh, that originated from uh, Asia. So mm. this is the first time uh, we, we presented a topic like this. And it is done with, um, in, uh, you know, co-organized with the French embassy, uh, co-curated with two French uh, curators, uh, who presented a, a similar exhibition uh, two years ago in Paris. Yeah, And wow. we'll get into the maps in more detail. But I'm fascinated initially by that uh, French connection. Um, how did that come about? Um, yeah, so I was uh, saying that uh, the, the two French curators uh, presented an uh, exhibition two years ago in uh, Musée Guimet, Paris. Uh, so they were very keen on bringing this uh, exhibition to uh, Asia. And uh, we talked to them and we thought that it would be a great idea to present this exhibition to a local audience. But we uh, curated, curated in a different way through, uh, you know, Asian perspectives and bringing other collections, uh, the non-French collections into the show to make it um, uh, a richer and differentiated exhibition. Fantastic. Talking to Chung Sang Hong, the lead curator for Mapping the World, Perspectives from Asian Cartography, a new exhibition at the National Library Board. Over 60 rare maps uh, from across Europe, Asia, America on display in Singapore for the first time. Um, what are some of the highlights from your perspective as the curator? What do you, what do you think are maybe the most rare, most valuable, most interesting maps that you have? Oh, there are so many highlights. Um, there are four main uh, sections to this exhibition. Mm -hmm. So uh, in the first part, uh, we talk about um, the mapping traditions uh, from different parts of Asia where you will see um, you know, uh, Islam maps from the Islamic world, um, maps from Korea and Japan uh, showing the Buddhist cosmology. Uh, and maps uh, from the Jain tradition. So you see different visions of the world, uh, different uh, worldviews behind these maps. And there's another section on, um, you know, maps as a 
tool for power and administration. So you see maps of uh, you know the, the empires like uh, the Chinese Empire at the peak of Qing Dynasty, and another section talking about maps of uh, journeys. So there is a huge map uh, showing this um, wow. the Qing uh, Emperor Qianlong uh, his visit to his ancestral grave. Yeah, wow. that's fascinating because as we know, when maps come from different cultures, different languages, different traditions, they give a whole different perspective to a region. And has any of these maps? done that for you guys have you gleaned any new information about singapore or mm. the region or asia from these maps at that time um yeah there are a, you know a lot of maps that um depict um southeast asia uh perhaps not specifically singapore but uh it shows a snapshot of uh southeast asia uh for example in the the 16th century or 17th century so that that was fascinating yeah so um and other things like um you know the different visions of the world that i was talking about mm. we are very accustomed to thinking of the world as having the north at the top and south at the south uh, south at the bottom but in the Islamic uh, tradition, the, uh, the, the world is oriented with the south at the top. Hmm. So you will see like, uh, you know, Africa and, and Middle East, you know, uh, somewhere towards the top and the middle. And uh, Europe and, uh, you know, it's at the bottom. Yeah. Why is, so why is that? Do, yeah, do, do we know do why? We um, okay. It, one... Uh, Hypothesis. I mean, we, we, we don't know whether how true it is, but uh, it says that it, it, it is because when it is depicted that way, Mecca would appear somewhere in the middle or, you know, towards the upper part of the map. And the rest of the world will be looking up to, towards Mecca. Ah. So that is one hypothesis. But there, there might be other uh, theories suggesting why the, the south is at the top. Yeah, I was listening to a podcast this week about Magellan's uh, discovery of the Spice Islands in the 16th century. And of course, the Portuguese and the Spanish were uh, were very good cartographers back when they were exploring the oceans. But during that time, let's say the 15th, 16th, 17th centuries, who, who are generally considered to be the master cartographers, the master map makers uh, around the world? Okay, so um, in the last section of the exhibition, uh, talking about uh, the exchange of cartographic uh, knowledge between civilizations, we feature the uh, maps done by the Jesuits in China. So particularly the Jesuit priest, uh, Matteo Ricci, uh, he did this uh, map, the world map uh, in 1602, based on Renaissance European uh, knowledge. Uh, but he also incorporated uh, maps uh, you know, information about China, Chinese cartography into this world map. And uh, this map uh, spread to uh, Japan and versions of it was made in Japan. So we have this map, uh, Japanese version of this map, exhibited uh, in the exhibition. And you could show that the kind of knowledge that they already knew about the world, and which is just totally fascinating. It is fascinating and it, it gives rise to another question. I'm not sure if you can answer this, but do you see what differences do you see in the way that Western cartographers and Eastern cartographers, mm. you know, portray this part of the world? Are there differences? Yeah, uh, definitely. In fact, that's the, one of the uh, questions that we addressed at the beginning. Um, 
Western maps or even our modern um, ideas of mapping is very focused on mapping of physical spaces and it has to be very uh, precise and geographically accurate. That seems to be a key concern in Western cartography. But when we look at Asian maps in this exhibition, we realize that the geographical accuracy doesn't seem to be a key concern. And there are other concerns, for example, the political, religious, and mm. aesthetic interest seems to take on a, a, a greater importance. So we keep seeing such concerns, you know, um, manifested and depicted in the, in the maps uh, in this exhibition. So, so that's, that's something that, um, you know, that, that you have to shift your mind uh, mindset and, and, and mentality when you look at this yeah. exhibition. So they might not always be Asian maps. So yeah. they might always be totally accurate, but they're really, really pretty. <laughs> <laughs> but that is not to say that uh, Asians are not capable of, of very precise maps. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because like, you know, the, the, the sea charts used by uh, Emerald Zhenghe, which took him from China all the way to East Africa and back, you know, that, wow. that was something... That's uh, a great accomplishment as well. Hmm. Uh, Sang Hong, tell us the details. How can people uh, go see this? Where is it? Uh, are there tickets? Do you have to ticket because of COVID restrictions? What, what does that all look like? Okay, so um, the exhibition is at uh, Level 10 Gallery of the National Library Building, and it's on now until the 8th of uh, May, um, opening hours from 10 a.m. to uh, 9 p.m., uh, admission is free. Uh, we're only closed on public holidays. Um, yeah, as long as you scan in safe entry, you can enter your, if you're vaccinated. Yeah. And it's in, so, Bo- in Bugis, um, right? Mm. Uh, yes, yes. Uh, yeah. Victoria Street. Yeah, yeah, Victoria, Victoria Street. Street. Is, it, is it on the same mm. floor as where you previously had an exhibition on the media, on journalism? Because I, I went to that one about a month or so ago. Uh, or was that a different floor? It's on level 10 uh, where our major exhibitions are held oh, at yeah, the gallery, the level 10. Yeah, yeah. 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 Good awesome. Spot. Good spot. All righty. Well, thanks to uh, Chung Sang Hong, the lead curator of Mapping the World Perspectives from Asian Cartography, the new exhibition uh, in Victoria Street at the National Library, 10th floor, 60 rare cartographic treasures in uh, conjunction with the Embassy of France in Singapore. I can't wait uh, to go and see these. I'm, a, I'm a, just such a massive mapophile. Same. And uh, we'll look forward to seeing it. Thanks, Chung Chung. Thank you. Thanks, man. Talk to you soon. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.